What's up, y'all? We are officially in August. We've dropped down to one episode per week. So just a quick reminder on that. And in today's episode, I'm actually sharing a conversation I had with my friend Brandy Coffin, who if you subscribe to our newsletter, you know I've referenced her inside of my emails because we fast together and she's a dear sister in Christ who I do life with. So We talked about a whole lot of things actually, but the main thing that we really wanted to tease out in this particular conversation is the question of whether or not your schedule is an idol. And if it is, how to let the Lord lead. So let me tell you about Brandy. She is a wife, a follower of Christ, a homeschool mom, and a time management coach. She's the host of a top 2.5 globally ranked podcast, The Nourished Mom, where she talks about homeschool, mom life, and balancing all the things. Brandy is passionate about helping other homeschool moms create a balanced, peaceful, and efficient homeschool through personalized time management systems, biblical priorities, and routine strategies. Brandy enjoys hiking, reading, playing with the kids, board games with her family, and a warm cup of tea. I know that you're going to love our conversation because I absolutely did. It was literally just a couple friends talking. So I pray that it blesses you and that you glean so much from it. Let's do it. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz-Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Y'all, my friend Brandy is on the podcast today, and I'm excited to introduce you to her. You're going to love her as much as I do. Yeah, Brandy! Yes, I'm super excited to be here, for sure. Thank you for coming on. Tell us what you do and how you got into doing what you do. All right. I'm going to go with the short version. (laughs) (laughs) I can talk. My name is Brandy Coffin and I live in Massachusetts with my husband and my two boys, 10 and seven, who I homeschool. I coach Christian homeschool moms in time management and faith and really building a homeschool that is for the glory of God and managing their time well. And that is my jam. And how I got there, it was a long journey. Or I mean, it really wasn't that long when you really look at it, like a matter of, you know, what year are we in? 23, four years. But you know, when the Lord plants seeds, it's been coming for longer than that. There was a time when I was driving to work every day, listening to podcasts and Christian women speaking. And I just had this thought that like, I want to do that. And then the enemy came in and like, who do you think you are? (laughs) Like, you're not a speaker. You're not like educated. 
in yeah, out of the here. Yeah, like go back to your box. Yeah. That's not and okay. That was just like a, a dream. Like I felt like called to do that, but that's not even where it started. It started all in, I wasn't feeling good after I had my son. I went back to school for nutrition, started coaching people in nutrition. And then slowly but surely the Lord kept speaking to me and bringing me down different paths. And now here I am speaking to Christian women about faith, which is what I had dreamed and I thought it was all going to be about nutrition. And here I am doing this thing that God called me to. I know we had talked about this on your podcast, actually, how many similarities we have, like yes. nutrition, fitness, and then like, how do you get from that to like teaching the Bible type of thing? It's like, there's a, there's a bridge, I promise. Yes. And it's not because we were trying to do that. And mm -mm. I had talked about it. It was more of like, we were giving God our yes, kind of like blindly, but he'd be like asking for a yes. We'd be like, okay. And then he'd be like, okay, no, this is the thing you just said yes to, you know? Mm -hmm. I remember there was a time when I was like starting with the nutrition stuff and trying to figure it out. And I felt like the Lord was like, you're going to work with Christian women. And I, I'm, we might've talked about this before. And I was like, Ooh, I don't know about that because what about all the other women that need help in this area. I'm just going to like say no to them. That's not fair. And, um, it's not fair, <laughs> <laughs> but the Lord kept speaking to me. And so I'm like having this conversation with the Lord in the car and I pull out and there's a bumper sticker in front of me that says, try God. And that was just, and that was like in that moment. And then there was a podcast that came on, I think in the same car drive, kingdom driven entrepreneurs, that is all about, you know, building a business for God's glory. And I had never even listened to it before. And now mm -hmm. all of a sudden it like comes on my feed somehow. And I'm like, yeah. what? okay, so I guess we're doing this, but it was not without fear, mm -hmm. honestly. Like I was afraid to do that, but you know, yeah, you just say yes. Like you said, you say yes and you let the Lord lead and it can be ugly sometimes, you know, when we resist and we try mm -hmm. to figure it out on our own, but I don't know. It's good. He is. He's good to provide what we need and who we need around us. And he's also good to come through on giving direction, like right at the, the correct moment, you know, mm -hmm. and you and I are planners, right? Like we're pretty type A, but I think part of what you and I talked about on your show and have talked about since we talk in regular life, we see that God is showing us little by little to like, let go of control mm -hmm. a little more, you know, like it's okay to trust him and he's gentle about it. He's not just like, you know, cracking a whip on us and trying to get us in line. He's like gentle encouragements, moments of, of encouragement and reminders to to be okay with what he's giving us, what he's showing us, right? And then showing us that our yes was not an unsafe yes. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to recognize if I don't even know, you know, people like to type people, type A, I don't even know what type this is, the control type maybe, <laughs> um, that I realized that so many of my struggles are rooted in control, wanting mm -hmm. to control the situation when it comes to the stress in my day. Mm -hmm. When I'm stressed out about things, it's like I'm trying to control things in my environment with a schedule or with, 
I mean, that's my main tool. Yeah, structure. <laughs> yep. And it never goes well when I'm trying to control. Mm-hmm. And then you got to look even deeper. What is, why am I trying to control? Well, mm-hmm. that's rooted in fear. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Schedules are a big one. I think, especially when there's a lot of change going on, like we try to hold on to some part of whatever it is that we can feel safe in. Right. I think change can either be really exciting for people or really scary for people. Mm-hmm. And when you're navigating change, especially when you don't really know what's coming, there's this part of our flesh that's trying to hold on to familiarity and almost like forcefully stay in a place that we are somewhat familiar with. I'm thinking about like when we moved, I know, you know, what a cross country move looks like. So just thinking about like when we moved, there was not a lot of structure in our day. Mm-hmm. We weren't even like living in our own house for a couple of weeks because we hadn't closed and then there was issues and all these things. And the anxiety that I felt was coming out like physically in me trying to like make sure that nap time was always happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know? Yep. It's so interesting because I feel like as moms, we grasp for control of our kids. <laughs> no, I feel so bad thinking about it. Yeah. Like even like this morning, you know, I'm like, I'm PMSing uh, and it just, it comes out in anxiety for me mm-hmm. and then in control. And this morning I just felt it with like my kids, like, all right. I told them like, you have to wake up early and do your assignments today. If you want your friend to come over. Okay, great. They wake up, do it without me asking, but then even so amazing. Right. So you guys can't see my face, but I was like, (gasps) (laughs) but then it was like, wasn't enough for me to have that control. Then I started Mm -hmm. reaching for other things. Like I was overreaching Well, you know, like being nitpicky, like, well, did you do this? Did you do that? Well, what about this now? And like, just like telling them what to do next, what to do next, instead of giving them a free second, like they already did what I asked them to do. They can't like chill for a second. Like I was really grasping for that control. And then I realized it had nothing to do with them and nothing to do with them or what they should be doing right now. It actually was just me trying to feel like I was in control. And I'm like, all right, I gotta, I'm gonna take a break for a second kiss. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy needs alone time. It's true though. You know, I recorded this podcast episode. I want to say like a year and a half ago. And I will never forget it. It was like my three-year-old like brought me back <laughs> to center. I remember I was having a meltdown in her presence. She's like trying to use the potty and I'm trying to like get myself together. And my husband worked nights at the time. So it was just her and I at home. And she says, mommy, just take a deep breath and ask God for help. And I was like, oh, okay. Yes. And I think we forget to do that because we are still trying to like act in our own strength. Mm-hmm. And there is something that we have to fight with in ourselves to resist the temptation to lean on like what we can see and to find comfort in the things that are visible and physical because that it's not a sign of like true faith, you know, and that's our I think our daily struggle and our daily test is to have that trust in God, even though we don't have Jesus like physically sitting at the table with us, you know? Yeah. 
I feel like whenever I start to feel that anxiety, I realize that I'm not trusting in God's plan. Like, I don't even know. Like there's so many times it comes up. A a trigger for me is being late. When I feel like we're going to be late, I start to get anxiety. Then I start to like really tense with the kids. And Mm -hmm. I stop and think like, okay, well, first of all, what is the worst thing that could happen? What is the worst thing that could happen if I'm five minutes late? And then Mm -hmm. second of all, do I not trust that God's plans are so good that even if I make a mistake and I waited too long to get the kids ready or whatever, that he won't take it and turn it for good? Because we're told that he turns all things for good for those who believe and trust in him. Yeah. So why would I think that this situation is any different? Mm -hmm. Because I'm Mm -hmm. trying to do it in my own strength, right? These are things that we think that we can control. We sure do. And that's, uh, it's an illusion, right? I, th- I think I was having a conversation with either my best friend or like some psychologist or best friend's a therapist. And then I talked to a different therapist, like on the podcast. And we talked about anxiety really leading to this desire to feel like we're in control, but it is just an illusion. And it's mm. kind of like a pacifier. You know, I know that when I have these moments of reflecting, and I look back at the times when I have tried to control a situation, it didn't actually make it better. Yeah. It's always worse. It is always worse. I find it always ends up in me like blowing up on somebody usually yes. my kids. <laughs> um, then feeling bad, you know, and I mean, and even God uses that, right. Even God uses that if we let him, because then we feel bad, we repent, we teach our kids how to forgive and it grows our relationship stronger. And then we're like, there you go, Satan in your face. <laughs> because it was taken for good, but yeah, it never works out well when I try to grasp for that control. And it's like, I start every day praying like, Lord, like I hand this to you and really releasing that, like all of these things Mm -hmm. that I have planned the way that I want it to go. And I expect it to go. And I try to release it to him knowing that like, okay, if these plans don't work out, it's okay. Because what is my biggest goal or what am I here for? What am I created for is to love God and love others. Mm-hmm. And when I try to control that usually doesn't work out, that usually is me like not loving others. But if I can let go and let God lead, that's when I'm able to step into that and see it through a different lens. Like I can let go of that and I can just love you in your chaos when the kids aren't listening or in our lateness when we're late or whatever is yeah. tri- triggering me. Yeah. Yeah. As you were sharing that, I just started to like this question popped up and it's really, what do we miss out on when we try to take control? What do we actually give up when we're trying to hold on? And part of that I think is a deeper intimacy with the Lord because intimacy really comes from trust we're married, right? And we have children. We know that when there is deeper trust, there's deeper intimacy. And then there's this other thought of like, we let go of peace in those moments. And it's like, we want so badly to have peace, but we're actually making decisions that sacrifice that peace, you know? Yeah, definitely. That is um, something that I've really been thinking about this month in like a, a different way, like, like kind of like in my schedule and in my days that sometimes I try to like cram all the things in trying to control like, Oh, we're going to start with, you know, our morning routine. And then we're going to hop into lessons and then we're going to do this and trying to control things so much. I feel like is, has the potential to crowd out the Lord Mm -hmm. for sure. in so many ways, 
I see it like almost in two ways, like you're crowding out the Lord. So if he's speaking to you, you can't hear it because you're too distracted trying to plan the next thing or worrying about that you didn't get this done or, you know, just rushing around from here to there and all the things that you have to do. So we don't hear him. So we're distracted. So we're missing out on his blessings that because he's the Holy Spirit wants to prompt us and to lead us through our day, right? Not just like in our little little box of time that we set aside for the Lord in the morning or wherever you're going to do it, you know, but like, yeah, okay. You sit down, you have your Bible study, but that's not, that's not it. The Lord wants to be with us through our whole day. And I feel like when we try to control by like making the perfect schedule and packing it so tight, we miss out on those promptings when the Holy spirit will be like, sit with your kids right now. Like, and I'm like, oh, I can't sit with my kids because we got to get to the chiropractor or we got to get to the soccer practice. But the Lord's probably been telling me that, you know, throughout the day and I keep not listening and I'm missing out on that connection or anything he's asking us to do. Call a friend. He puts someone on our minds. But when our schedules are so full, we can't listen and then we don't have the time to do it because we're too busy. So mm-hmm. we're missing out on so much. I feel like we're missing out, like on you said, with the intimacy with God and just following his, the plan that he has for us. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all take it from two planners, two people who literally help people plan things. I'm like, I love planning. It's good. No, seriously. I'm like, <laughs> wow, what is this actually two time management <laughs> to women about the the downfalls of planning. And I think that they're like anything, right? Too much of something mm-hmm. good is no longer good. I was actually reading something earlier. And the person said that God worked six days and the seventh day was so that he could take a step back and delight in what he did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love the word delight. First of all, the more I look into homeschooling stuff, the more I see that word coming up. It's like such a <laughs> homeschool mom word. Yeah, But it's such a good word because it does highlight, I think what we all want, right? Like we all want this serendipitous experience of joy that doesn't end and we can have that but when you box yourself in to a thousand things in a day because you have all these things I was talking to my VA about this we have authorized work from the Lord the Lord authorizes us to do certain things when we start operating outside of that then we're doing too much and it's when we're doing too much that we can't be you know following him because we're suddenly become the leader and Mm -hmm. there's there's really no benefit in that so it's not to say that planning is not good it's not to say that being structured and having a schedule is not good those things are good but they're only good if they are creating space for us to be led by the spirit creating space for us to be responsible but still be flexible yeah I think a lot of it has to do with your heart behind it it's like are we making our schedules are we making time an idol or is the Lord, our God, and we're using our time wisely because we want to glorify him. Yes. Because we're told to use our time wisely, right? Ephesians, Ephesians five, you know, teaches us to, to walk in a way that is pleasing to God. And I think it's important. I think the Lord cares how we spend our time, but for his glory, so we can control, not so we can get the things done and feel good about ourselves. You know, not that it doesn't feel good to get things done. And like, yes, like the Lord is cheering us on in those things. But like you said, like those things that he's calling, calling us to do, 
not all the other things. Yeah. Yeah. So for the woman who's sitting here and is like, I'm pretty sure that everything I'm doing, I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe she's a single mom. Maybe she's juggling a couple jobs and she has a family or maybe she doesn't have a family. She just has a really demanding job and she's, you know, wanting to still serve, right? Like some people, their passion is not their job. So they do passion work on the side, whether it's volunteering or a side business or whatever, but they still have to like make ends meet. That person who's listening, that woman who's like, I hear you and I definitely don't want to make my schedule an idol. I just don't know how to do anything else because I don't have any other choice. Like, what would you say to her? I think that it's really important to sit down and look at all the things that you're doing so you can be realistic, like Mm. almost like do a brain dump. I walk my clients through this process of like going through the different areas of your life of like your relationship with God, all the things that you are doing, feel like you should be doing, you know, and want to do and like Mm. dump them all out and then pray over it. Right. Mm. So maybe, you know, looking at things that you feel like you have to be doing, like taking care of your family bringing income in or whatever it is for you, looking in that area and writing all the things down, but then praying over it and asking, first of all, is this glorifying the Lord? And when I say that, I don't mean like, obviously it's not like only Bible study or only singing worship is going to glorify the Lord. That's not Mm -hmm. true. You know, like working your job can glorify the Lord. Soccer practice can glorify the Lord. If it's building up people for God's glory, right? If, if it's your heart behind it and if he's calling you to do it. So the first thing, does it glorify the Lord? The second thing, is it taking me away from the things that the Lord is calling me from? For instance, filling our schedules with soccer and gymnastics and whatever, and we're not taking the time to sit down with our family and pray. I don't know. Like, are those things taking away from that? Maybe, maybe not. It's not a clear cut answer. Maybe you just need to get a better schedule and make yeah, sure yeah. or make some habits and routines that make sure you have that time to pray. Yeah. It's not a black and white answer. And that's why it's hard for people because we want to look at like the next person on Instagram or Facebook who has the answer for us. And over and over again, the Lord has shown me, I have the answer. Mm-hmm. So you have to sit with him. You have to pray over it with him and you have to ask him and see where he leads. And sometimes I get like, well, for people who are new to this, well, how can I hear the Lord? You know, cause I'm always like, listen to what the Lord says, just pray about it. I don't mean to make it sound easy, but the only way that you can do it is to start doing it. And as you walk deeper with the Lord, you're going to hear his voice better. You're going to be more sensitive to his voice. Yeah. And I truly believe that that is the only way to figure that all out, to figure out what he wants for you and your family, to figure out if you are scheduling too much, if you're not scheduling too much. Yeah. I think for the baby Christian listening, sis, the first step in like knowing what the Lord's voice sounds like is really to be in his word. And I had no idea what people meant when they would say they heard the Lord Mm -hmm. until I started reading my Bible. And then suddenly it like clicked. It like, I didn't know until I knew. And when I knew there was no question, you know, and I can't say that like how the Lord speaks to me is the same way that he'll speak to you. But I can say that he wants to be in relationship with his children, just like any good parent, right? Like any good father wants his children 
to come to to him, to trust him, to bring their worries to him, to ask him for advice, not their friends. Someone, who was it? I don't know who it was, but recently someone on the interwebs was talking about (laughs) how it's so dumb for kids to go to their friends for advice when their friends have about as much experience as them. And if they have more experience, it's probably bad experience, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm a parent, you know, like I want my kids to come to me if they're confused about something, not to their friend in preschool and not to a stranger who doesn't have the same heart for them and who is Mm -hmm. looking out for their good. So it's about relationship building. And I think throughout our conversation, we've just been highlighting how much a relationship with the Lord really changes things and is going to determine the trajectory of, you know, how effective your schedule is or isn't, you know? Yeah, definitely. For sure. And I think, you know, how you're saying, don't go to someone else for advice. Even if you go to like the best schedule guru or the best, whatever, they're going to give you tips and advice and they're going to give you strategy But when it comes down to what is specific to your life, to where the Lord is calling you, like you can come to me and we can sit down and talk about routines and habits and I can help you build those. But what you need to build your root, like which habits and routines you need to build, that's really between you and God. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's relationship. You have to just start there. And it is a simple prayer. You Mm -hmm. know, it's a simple open up your Bible and start reading his word. It might not make any sense at first. That's okay. Like just keep doing it and it's going to make sense and surround yourself with people, get involved in a local church, get in some, you know, Facebook groups of other Christian women and the Lord will start pouring in. Like there's no doubt in my mind, the Lord is faithful. And if you start taking the steps to seek him, like seek and you will find, we're told to seek his kingdom. Like you will find it for sure. Absolutely. So. We're out of time today, everybody, but I know that y'all want to hear more from Brandy because she's the bomb.com. So Brandy, thank you for coming on the show. Where can everybody find you? Yes. At the nourished mom podcast, where I teach time management and faith to Christian homeschool moms, the nourished and Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. I'm, I'm kind That's of right. there. <laughs> can the I read the scripture? Mom. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is Isaiah 55. Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and he who has no money, come buy and eat, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that, which is not bread and your labor for that, which does not satisfy. Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live. Man, I have goosebumps. I love that. Me too. Hear that your soul may live. And like, come to him. You don't need anything. Come without money. And the other thing that really jumps out to me in that is, why do you labor for that which does not satisfy? Those things that you're dumping into your schedule that aren't bringing you closer to the Lord, that aren't fulfilling you and your family, but you just feel like you need to do them. Stop spending your time and your money on the things that don't satisfy. Yes. There's a lot, you know, busyness is a whole plague busyness. Mm. And, uh, the real pandemic is us doing mindless things, Mm -hmm. you know? 
So I don't know who needs to hear this, but there's something that you need to give up. And I just wonder like what it would take for you to say yes to fast that thing. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, y'all. I'm going to link the Nourish Mom podcast. You're going to check out Brandy and I'm going to bring her back on the show. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you. And we will see y'all on the next one. God bless. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.